Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Uh, the Ecofiscal Commission, as you know, in its latest and final report this past week, argued Canada must more than quadruple the national carbon tax in order to meet the 2030 Paris climate change targets. And joining us on the program is Glenn Hodgson. He is a commissioner and a senior fellow at the C.D. Howe Institute. Mr. Hodgson, thanks for the time. Uh, good afternoon to you. Would you tell me, please, uh, the Ecofiscal Commission, are you an official government agency or not? No, we were funded uh, by foundations, but also by three or four major players in the private sector. So we're not government. And we took the name commission to make it sound like it really had a impact on public policy. But uh, the commission, by the way, has closed its doors. We actually ceased operation on Friday. So this is our final report, our final kind of kick of the cat okay. in terms of having impact on, on policy thinking about climate change. Okay, so you you decided on the name commission and you're funded by various organizations, Yeah, groups? we were funded by, I think, six or seven different foundations, some of which are really well-known, uh, very respected across the country, but also people like Suncor, RBC, uh, TD Bank. Okay, make the case then, please, for more than quadrupling the carbon tax nationally, and, and I take it you want it done quickly. If the, car, if the, if the climate uh, plans, uh, the objectives are, of Paris are to be met, the 2030 plans, um, what's the what's the rationale behind more than quadrupling? Because, as you well know, people are so overtaxed now, and 46% of Canadians told Ipsos they're within $200 and not being able to pay their bills. So there's going to be immediate concern and, and some pushback as well. Make the case, please. Well, the case is all around economic efficiency. So you're right to start with the targets. We've actually put in place for tar- targets for reducing greenhouse gas emissions by province by about 30% in 2030. And as an economist, I look for the most efficient way of actually doing that. So we did basically um, three different cases looking at the impact of prices, regulations, or regulations only on what are called major measures, which is the, the big companies that, hide, that have sort of large greenhouse gas footprints, and ran it through some mathematical modeling. And the conclusion was uh, carbon pricing is by far the most efficient way in terms of the impact on the economy. It actually has the smallest economic impact. But then you get the sticker shock of prices having to go to around $200 a ton in 2030 if we're actually going to reach the targets. So that's the economic logic behind it. We wanted to assess whether prices or regulations could, could both uh, reach the targets. And the answer is yes, but one is much more efficient than the other, and that being carbon pricing. May I just play for you 60 seconds of what Premier Moe of Saskatchewan had to say about the Commission's plan? May I play that for you now? Of course. Okay, go ahead. Well, we've, we've been looking at uh, small nuclear reactors uh, in the province of Saskatchewan uh, to replace uh, some of our, our coal-fired power. And we have some choices as we move forward, carbon capture and storage. Uh, uh, small modular reactors are part of that choice. And, and we want to uh, you know investigate the potential of that very, very seriously. It is a, a very uh, real option for Saskatchewan as, as we have about 30% of our of our power is still being produced by by unabated coal. We have some additional that is has some carbon capture and storage on it, so it's uh, cleaned up. But we uh, we have to make some choices as we move ahead, and I think this is a, a significant announcement where three provinces are coming together to uh, in to uh, you know move forward uh, wherever they can together on uh, on this type of a technology and. And indicative of what provinces are doing, uh, where they can uh, work together to clean up our our emissions profile here in the nation without a, a carbon tax. I would note 
these are three three provinces that are are in the Supreme Court with the federal government uh, challenging uh, their carbon. Well, that's not the the clip that I, I was planning to play for you, Mr. Hartson. Uh, something went wrong there. It's still a good clip. Yeah, it is a good clip, and the Premier has a lot of uh, ideas, good ideas and notions. So let me ask you then about the ideas of Saskatchewan, uh, Ontario, and New Brunswick to have these modular nuclear plants, let's call them, uh, options to create clean energy. What's the reaction of the Commission to that? Well, I think putting that option on the table is actually a really positive step forward because it means that the uh, Premier of Saskatchewan other premiers are now looking at all the options, really examining all the options for reducing emissions without putting a big dent into our, 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 our quality of life in Canada. So I think that's really positive. Um, not, it's not lost to me that uranium is mined in northern Saskatchewan. So it actually makes a lot of sense for the Western provinces to be thinking about the nuclear option. The issue comes down to the cost, the cost per kilowatt hour of producing electricity. Uh, we know that nuclear is a little bit more expensive. Historically, it's been more expensive than hydro. And what's really striking for me is that renewables like wind and solar, the price of those is dropping very, very quickly. But if you s- start having a race between the nuclear option and renewables and hydro, you can go quickly to the economics and see what's the most affordable for, for ratepayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're almost out of time here. The, uh, if the Eco-Fiscal Commission's plan is followed, as you suggest, if the federal government decides that it's going to do this, and the carbon tax is quadrupled over that period of time, of that time period, would uh, the Commission expect or recommend that any of the tax money raised should leave Canada, or does it all stay in this country, and do you say that it would be rebated to Canadians who make the extra payments? I, I think the rebate model is now the, the preferred model. So I've seen the evolution of thinking on this issue for the last three or four years. And so, A, the money does not leave Canada. B, more importantly, we can use the revenue uh, to, to cut other taxes. In fact, I'm kind of waiting for the politicians to step up and have a really big tax uh, reduction plan based on pricing carbon. And that, that's, by the way, kind of in, in line with what the federal plan is. The okay. federal backstop is going to recycle the revenue. I appreciate your time. I'm sorry we played the wrong audio clip there. That took a minute of our time. But thanks very much for joining us, Mr. Hodgson. It was a pleasure. Have a great day. There's uh, Glenn Hodgson, a commissioner with the Eco-Fiscal Commission. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.